Welcome to the Wellness Witch Podcast. I'm your host, Samantha Gladish, and I'm excited to take you on a journey to reclaiming and reconnecting to your magic, the magic of your health, your wealth, and your soul's purpose. As a woman's wellness coach and business mentor, I've been coaching women for over 15 years, helping them rediscover their innate abilities to heal, to transform, and to manifest their deepest desires. I'm excited to bring you a weekly dose of inspiration and information, diving into the multifaceted approach of what it means to live to our fullest potential. Let's do this. This is a Soulfire production. Welcome back to the Wellness Witch Podcast. I hope your day is off to an amazing start. Today, we're talking about parasites, people. Yep, we are going there. Perhaps it might be a little uncomfortable to talk about. It's definitely uncomfortable to be dealing with them. Let me tell you, I caught a parasite many years ago in my early 20s on a trip to Cuba. Mm -hmm. No fun. And it was a really terrible experience. Actually, we, we talk about it briefly in our episode today. And it is probably one of those things that really was the catalyst for why like autoimmune and so many other digestive issues started to arise over the years for me. Um, but yeah, it was no fun. And I basically spent a lot of time on the toilet and uh, couldn't really keep food down for quite a few weeks. I remember I had lost a lot of weight and I had to take some antiparasitics. And I also did some really great holistic and natural interventions as well and kind of did the best of both. And um, yeah, it was no fun. And so today, my guest, she is the girl to go to when you've got severe and chronic digestive issues and you have parasites. My guest today is Rachel Kalmar. And how we connected is because I had the amazing pleasure last year of coaching her inside our nine-month business mentorship program. She was one of our students and it was just amazing to be able to support her and coach her and see her grow and get clients and build this amazing brand and business. She had started her business prior to working with me, but was looking for that extra push to really take it to the next level. And she really did. And she is just amazing. And I selfishly get to now show off my students here on the podcast. Um, and I am showing off Rachel to you guys because she's so fantastic. And she's definitely, she really knows her stuff when it comes to digestive health. There are so many amazing students in our mentorship that are specializing in thyroid and autoimmune and chronic pain and all sorts of things. And I just can't wait to share them with you because they are super knowledgeable and super smart and they have so much value to offer. So Rachel, she is a certified nutritional practitioner and the founder of Livia Wellness. Her mission is to help others overcome their digestive issues and get rid of chronic pain so that you can live your best life possible. After years of suffering from chronic pain and severe digestive issues, she is super passionate about helping others overcome their digestive issues and achieve optimal health. So we are diving into parasites today. Do you have them? What are they? How do you know if you have them? And what do you do if you actually catch a parasite? And then we're gonna talk about gluten. Can you have just a little bit of gluten if you are healing from chronic pain and digestive issues? And what does that actually look like? We talk about the connection between gut health and hormones. We talk about constipation and inflammation. 
Lots of amazing knowledge bombs are dropped on our podcast episode today, and I really hope you find a ton of value in it. If there's anyone that you know that can benefit from hearing this information, please share it with them. So let's dive in to our interview with Rachel. We are live. Hi, Rachel. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I'm excited to have you here. And I just want to let our listeners know how we connected because you were enrolled in my business mentorship program and it was just a real honor to be able to coach you and guide you and help you get clarity on your business. And it's one of the reasons why I have you here today because having you in the mentorship and seeing your passion for gut health and parasites and all that stuff, I was like, I, I got to interview her because she gets me thinking in a different way about gut health. And I know my audience would really appreciate it. So just really wanted to share that. Listen, it's a pleasure to be here. I'm honored. I am absolutely honored. And I don't know where I'd be without your mentorship, to be honest. So it was that a staple in growing my business and confidence. I, I'm so thankful. Oh, thank you. Well, that means so, so much. So before we officially dive in, can you share with our audience a little bit more about who you are and what you do? Totally. I am a gut health nutritionist. I work virtually and I focus on clients who are struggling with bloating, gas, constipation. And honestly, I like to say parasites and candida. Most of the time, you just don't know that that's what you're struggling with, right. but we all have it to some degree and some of us can handle it better and some of us can't. So yeah, I... I help my clients with getting their health back on track in terms of gut health. And we know that that is just the root of so many other things going on in the body. So totally. at the end of the day, it's like overall health. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. So we know so many people need gut health support. Absolutely. And uh, I mean, I've had my own story with catching a parasite on vacation. And I'm sure many people have that same story. Yes. Um, so like, how did you become interested in gut health and parasites? Like, do you have your own personal story? What happened there? Totally. This is my life. And it's been my life for a very long time between me and my family, my dad. Um, we've all really struggled with gut health. Um, for me, it actually turned into severe chronic pain. And I was just passed from doctor to doctor and getting really frustrated with the medical system. Everyone kind of telling me, you're fine. It's all in your head. And I'm like, that honestly can't be true. And to right. hear that from everyone was probably the most frustrating, overwhelming thing you can hear. So I really resonate with a lot of people in, in that respect and in that regard. Sure. Um, and one day I remember sitting at home being like, Court, like natural health course. And I stumbled upon the Institute of Holistic Nutrition. And I was like, I can help a lot of people. And I know what it's like to struggle. And I know what it's like to feel good. And it turned out that I was dealing with a crazy, crazy parasites, but I was honestly way too scared to get after them when I knew I should have. It just, for me, it just felt so daunting. And so I also understand why a lot of people are really reluctant to do it. But when you see what comes out, it's like this emotional purge too, because you're like, oh my God, that's what's been creating all this craziness and havoc in my body for all this time. Right. Yeah. So I, I can own, imagine. Yeah. So it's just like, 
my own struggling and my family and my friends is really how I was like, there has to be something better for us and there has to be answers and there needs to be more to the story than just it being in my head. Right. Absolutely. I know so many people have that same story, myself included, you know, going to the doctor and just like, oh, you're fine or it's all in your head or just like not getting the appropriate testing and all that kind of stuff. Right. So how did you initially end up getting like, you know, quote unquote, diagnosed? Like what was the diagnosis? Did anything come of that from going to the doctors? I actually, yes. So I I ended up going to someone very high up in, in the hospital in Toronto. And he had sent all of my medical records to the Cleveland Clinic. And they had said I had this likelihood diagnosis of Oh my, some autoimmune disease, chronic fatigue immune dysfunction, which is an umbrella for a lot of different things. Right. Like when they and don't know what's wrong with you, they just totally slap that one on. Yeah. Totally. And what did it for me was your client is eligible for treatment. It was like some pre-treatment that we have coming in 2017. So it was like a future treatment. And I was like, mm, I don't think so. This is not for me. I don't like the sounds of this at all. And I kind of right. took that and I I actually, I looked it up and I did a lot of research on the autoimmune paleo protocol, which I, I believe you've heard of. Yeah. Um, I did that for nine months and my chronic pain pretty much just disappeared in two weeks, like removing all those inflammatory foods. And I was like, okay, there's something about this. It's obviously really powerful. Um, and what drug would have done that for me besides kind of masking everything and putting a Band-Aid on it? I always like to think of it as if I have a splinter in my foot, that's just kind of putting a bandaid on instead of removing the splinter. So totally. I would have just been continuing to contribute to the problem as opposed to getting after the problem. So for me, yeah, it was just, uh, I was like, absolutely not. This is not happening for me. Well, I mean, it's great that, you know, you took charge and you took initiative and you became like your own health advocate to really figure this out. So then how did you finally figure out that you had parasites? When I was going through nutrition school, I had one instructor and we were in our symptomatology class and she was talking about parasites because I had done a stool test and we can get into this after. I had done a stool test and it said I didn't have any. So I was like, okay, cool. But I was, we were learning all about it and I actually was very triggered by that class. Like I would leave sweating because I'm like, oh my God, this is something that I have. Like every single symptom, every single thing but I was too scared to do it. And then when my hair started falling out, mm. I was like, I need to see this certain practitioner who I've been putting off because her ways of healing weren't, they didn't necessarily align with mine, but I was like, okay, you know what? Put that aside. Healing is healing. And if she's good for you, we're going to go. So I went and through her modalities and testing modalities, um, she had said, absolutely. There's tons of parasites. And lo and behold, I was on a protocol and saw them come out and it was a great experience. <laughs> <laughs> Uncomfortable and awesome like all at yeah. the same time. Yeah, exactly. yeah, absolutely. Okay, so I mean, you quickly mentioned um like stool testing. And so there's obviously a challenge with doing stool testing and finding parasites and just testing in general, I guess when it comes to like gut health overall, there are some great tests absolutely. Um, but parasites can be really tricky, right? Because it's not like you're just going to see it in one like stool sample. Exactly. 
Um, I mean, this is my professional opinion. There are a lot of other practitioners who very much believe in in testing. Um, but for me, and I'm just a prime example of that, but your stool test is a snapshot in time. Right. And if you have parasites that are hiding up in the intestinal tract or they're potentially up in the liver, they're up in the gallbladder, that's not going to show on a stool test. Right. And the other thing that there's something to be said about if they do show up in your stool test, it just means that you probably have an even higher parasitic load um, because they are showing up there. So right. I can't, I actually like to rely on symptoms from clients, things that have happened in their history. So traveling, illness, um, I mean, there are so many ways to get them, but I, I focus on that. And I think that that does me better than, than a stool test. If you're looking for ways to boost up those anti-inflammatory omega-3s and really get in some good quality protein as well, my go-to is hemp hearts. I love the Eaton Hemp Organic Hemp Hearts. They are farmer-owned, so farm-to-table hemp hearts. They are literally one of nature's most nutrient-dense superfoods. They're gluten-free, vegan, and non-GMO. They're so simple to use. You can add them into a smoothie. You can sprinkle them in your salads. And sometimes I like to just eat them right out of the bag. They do ship to the US and Canada as well. And there's also bundle options as well on their website. Some of their other products that I love that you often hear me speak about is also their CBD oil. I love the extra strength full spectrum CBD oil. It's 1500 milligrams per ounce. And I like to take it pretty much nightly and I use it with my 5-HTP. That's always my go-to, those those two products in the evening time before I go to bed. And especially in my luteal phase as I'm heading closer to my period and some of those uncomfortable symptoms that might arise with cramping or headaches or the fatigue, sometimes some sleepiness during the luteal phase, CBD oil could be really helpful for you. Head on over to eatenhemp.com, use the coupon code HEALTHYHORMONES at checkout and save 20% off. Symptoms drive a lot, right? So looking mm -hmm. at symptomatology. Okay, so somebody is like listening to this right now and they're like, well, what are those symptoms? You know, how do I know if I have these parasites if I'm not gonna do testing? And I'm sure there's lots of symptoms. So why don't we go through some of that? Sure, there are tons. Um, I will list a few because I don't wanna overwhelm anyone. Um, one of the big ones is that I always ask my clients, this isn't symptom wise, but more like if you've traveled and gotten sick, whether you've recovered from it or not, um, that's right. a very big one. And even if you didn't get sick, but you were in places like Mexico, Jamaica, um, you can pick up eggs. So, and then they just develop over time. That's a big one. The other one I always look for is rectal itching at nighttime. Mm. And grinding your teeth at night, parasites are nocturnal, so they're active at night. And they're a stress on the body. And one of the ways our body responds to stress at night is grinding, grinding your teeth. That's a very big one. Um, honestly, anxiety, depression. And that's why I say like it gets very, very broad, so I don't want to freak anyone out. But really For anything, sure. skin conditions, autoimmune conditions, because they wreak havoc on the lining of the gut. Um, inflammation, just tons. So the ones I usually ask for, especially if someone's traveled, is rectal itching. That's a very big one. Right. Skin itching and grinding of the teeth. Those are my 
big, big ones. Okay, good to know. Um, <laughs> You're like, um, I don't. I'm yeah, I'm like, do I, I don't currently have any <laughs> of those. Your gears are grinding. Yeah, <laughs> totally. I mean, it's the same thing when like with autoimmune, for example, like autoimmune Hashimoto's, right? Trust me, when I was diving into that, I was like, there's a million symptoms. Like it's it's so broad and it's so easy for somebody to listen to those symptoms and be like, oh yeah, I have that, you know, and yeah, and I have that or I have this disease and I have this like, this is why Google could be a scary place because if you're okay. searching up all the stuff, right? Yeah. Um, you feel like you you have everything and you're self-diagnosing. Yeah. Um, okay. So if we have parasites, like what do we do? Where's the first place that we should start? Honestly, working with someone, but mm-hmm. <laughs> outside of yeah. working with someone, I would never, ever recommend jumping into a cleanse without making sure that your drainage funnels are working properly. And by drainage funnels, I mean your exit path. So your your colon, like your bowels, your liver, your kidneys, your bile, your skin, your cells, all of these things have to be supported and working properly because if you go in and you do a kill, you're releasing toxins. Anything these parasites are housing, they're they're holding tanks for heavy metals. So all these things are going to be released. If those systems are not working, you're going to feel like crap. Like there's no mm-hmm. other way to say it. Like you are not going to feel good. Um so if you want to get rid of them, supporting the body first is like your first step that has to happen. And then there are some great companies. I use one specifically. I know you've used them before, Cellcore. They're a fantastic parasite uh, cleansing supplement. Um, you would go in and you would take the appropriate nutrients to do the kill. There are a lot of lifestyle things you can do as well. Castor oil packing, coffee enemas are fantastic. Yeah, um, I have all the I have all the stuff to do coffee enema. No. I'm just like, mm, do I do it? Do I? Yeah, I'm so it's hesitant. Really good for- I'm resistant cleansing too. I know it's scary. I get a lot of resistance too from clients. And once they try it and once they get over that initial hump of, oh my God, I'm scared. It's a, it's a game changer. And listen, I've been there so I can really understand that. Like it's a weird thing to think about sticking coffee up there and then like releasing everything, but everything that's encompassed within a coffee enema. So supporting your, your liver, your gallbladder, literally emptying your entire colon. So if there's any pathogens in there and then you're enhancing your immune system with glutathione, it's producing that as well. So it's just such a great detox support because your body is going through a lot during a cleanse. For sure. Um, And then I would say you have to repair the gut. So it's one thing to remove what's destroying the gut, i.e. parasites is what we're talking about. Then you have to go in and you have to repair the damage. So all of your gut healing nutrients, your probiotic, your fish oil, whatever that is for you, which is going to be different for every person. For sure. Okay. So let's just go back to coffee enemas for a second. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Have you ever had somebody that's done a coffee enema and it actually did the opposite effect and it like constipated them? No, because an enema, like you put something in and it's going to come out. Right, right. right. Like it's not going to get stuck. I will say I always warn my clients that once you do one, you're not going to go to the bathroom for the rest of the day because you're you're cleared. Right. So in terms of feeling maybe potentially constipated because you're used to going to the bathroom a couple times a day, 
you're not. You'll go to the bathroom the next morning and you'll have a nice bowel movement. And that's something that I've experienced. Like, cause I yeah. used to be like, oh my God, I just ate lunch and dinner and I don't have to go to the bathroom. Right. That's just, I've cleared everything out. There's nothing, nothing to go. Got it. But I've like, personally, I've never experienced that. I've never had a client experience that. And I don't think it's possible because right. the body's going to be like, that's not right. That has to go. Right. Got it. Yeah. I mean, I, oh my God, I just got to do it. I really just have to do it. It's one of those things where it's come up so many times, especially in the past couple of months. And like I said, I have everything and I've done colonics before. So like I've been through that process. I understand like the discomfort of it. I think it's you doing it on your own. Yes. It's the self-administration and like not really knowing what I'm doing for the first time. Yeah. That's where I'm like, "Eh, I don't know about this. I literally took a client on FaceTime up to my bathroom, showed her my enema bag and everything she had to do because she was so nervous. I'm like, I will walk you through it because I get how traumatizing it can be. Let me show you how. <laughs> like we awesome. get real personal. Okay. I love it. I know you have your clients send like their stool sample and like parasite yeah. pictures and they're like, look what came out. And I'm like, Yeah. Yeah, totally. It's the it's it's something to be celebrated, and I know some people might think that that's really weird and crazy, but you have to think about it. Like, if you're working with somebody and you're going through this healing protocol, and it's intense and it's uncomfortable, and you're new to it, like, who else are you going to share that with, right? And if questions arise, or if something looks strange, like you know, you have to be willing to be open with your practitioner and share that because like you're going to be able to best guide them. So Exactly. I actually had one client. She's like, I cannot believe I am sending you a picture of my stool. And I was like, get used to it. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Like, welcome to working with me. (laughs) Totally. Yeah, no, I love that. I think that's really, really great. She's actually the one client who was not excited about doing coffee enemas and now is like this is I love it like I feel energized and I feel light and I feel less bloated and she's like and I love the process her first one was rough because if you go too fast you can get cramping and it'll subside and I was like that's enough for me to be like I'm never gonna do it again but she did it again went really slow and she's like I love it awesome that's great yeah I have some friends that do it like on the regular like it's part of their weekly routine um okay 2022. (laughs) We're recording this in 2021, but 2022, I will implement coffee enemas. Yeah. You know how you said you, it keeps like showing up for you. Yes. That was me and parasite cleansing. It literally kept showing up for me. And I, every time I would talk about it, my heart would race and I'm like, Oh my God. Okay. I get like, I, I gotta do it. I gotta just dive in. Totally. Okay. I'm going to do it. I will support you through it if you need it. Thank you. Yes, I will 100% need the support through it. That's for sure. If listening to this episode has inspired you to take up a career in the health and wellness industry, head on over to csnn.ca forward slash Ottawa and learn more about the Natural Nutrition Diploma Program at the Canadian School of Natural Nutrition. They have part-time and full-time schedules available And their new virtual study format means you can study from the comfort in your own home and it doesn't matter where in the world you're located. You can request for a brochure and learn more today. That link again is csnn.ca forward slash Ottawa. Registration for classes starting in March 2022 is now open.
Okay, so I'd love to talk about gluten because I'm going to assume that that's not going to play a role in your healing protocol. Um, And I'm sure you probably have clients, I hear it all the time too, just like, can I have like just a little bit of gluten? Yeah. Where do you stand on that? Gluten, that is really my non-negotiable. And to be honest with you, I will not work with a client if at some point they won't pull it out of their diet while we're healing. It's different if they want to bring it in once they feel good, but it becomes this like push and pull, this tug of war. Like I'm trying to heal the gut. And if we keep having gluten, not only am I going to share about what happens underneath the surface, but the chemicals and the glyphosate that are disrupting the gut, like totally, I can't do my job. You're not going to feel better. And you're going to get very frustrated. So like, what am I paying for? In terms of just having a little bit, I always like to say, and it might be aggressive, but in my opinion, it's true. Would you ever allow a recovering alcoholic to have a sip of beer or a sip of wine? Totally. You wouldn't. Same with a smoker. Like you wouldn't be like, here, have a drag of a cigarette. Yeah. And so I I say the same thing um, and it might be aggressive, but honestly, I haven't had any issues with my clients and they feel great. But what happens is there's a, a protein in gluten that stimulates another protein called zonulin where we want, I like that I could show you this, where we want like our gut lining to be like have small little holes, semi-permeable, it will do this. And it separates the lining of the gut. So you get these inflammatory molecules, proteins, particles that should stay within the lining of the gut, enter the bloodstream. And you get this underlying systemic chronic inflammation, leaky gut. Talk about hormones going all over literally all over the place. Um, Insulin resistance, like all these things that are now going to show up because we have this compromised gut barrier. So when it comes to gluten, it is a no-no and it is usually hard for them and my clients to wrap their heads around. But honestly, when we pull out these trigger foods, they're like, Rachel, I just lost 10 pounds. And I'm like, this isn't a weight loss program. You just lost a lot of inflammation that you were holding on to. Totally. And they're like, wow, I can't believe it. And oftentimes just removing those foods, they feel a lot better symptomatically. Um, Although even though you feel better symptomatically, you don't stop there. You still have to get to the problem because it's not about keeping these out indefinitely. Um, I mean, I do because I I think I know too much, but to have it here and there once you feel good, I don't think is a crime especially if it's quality. So there's something called ancient wheat. I'm not sure if you've heard of einkorn wheat. So jovial foods. Mm -hmm. um, I know you're familiar with that company. They have that where it's still the wheat that they're having in Italy. So I know all the time I go to Italy and I feel good. It's because their wheat is very different on such a fundamental level. Yeah. Not hybridized. Not hybridized. No. So you can handle it and it's not sprayed with all this. Won't even say it. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pesticides, herbicides, all the things, right? All yeah, I know. I went to Italy in have you been to Italy? I can't remember. Did we have this conversation? Yeah. And did I you eat like this conversation, but I've I've been there, yes. And you ate all the things? Honestly, I probably didn't. But my dad, who has ulcerative colitis, did. Wow. And he was fine. He? Fine. Wow. He eats uh he was living his life. He's like, Rachel, I feel great. And I'm like, Dad, don't. And then that was before I realized like they still had good quality wheat there and he would be right. I mean, he has an autoimmune disease, so 
Should he? No. Totally. But of course. He felt okay. And that was the most important. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We went to Italy in 2018. And I mean, we had pizza, pasta, you know, all that bread. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't like all day, every day, all the time. We had those indulgences. And then, you know, we still ate. I mean, you could eat so healthy. Um, you don't, I think people just get caught up in that you go to Italy and you're eating pizza and pasta all day long. It's like, no, there's, so, there's so much fresh so vegetables much. and fish and grilled meats. And like, I mean, it's amazing. You can eat so, so well there. Yeah. Um, but I think the other thing that's really key is that, you know, just a bit of my story, like when I went to Italy, I was on vacation as, you know, most people go and travel and take time off. So I had two weeks off, just over two weeks of like, stress-free, no work, no computer, adventure, joy, fun, you know, experiencing all these cool things and enjoying food and with my, with my partner. And like, it was so fun. And when I came back and tested my antibodies, my Hashimoto's antibodies, they were significantly lower. And that's because stress. I was just going to say there's a lot to be said about stress. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And yeah. we don't realize how much it plays a role in our yeah. symptoms and digestion and gut, like all of the things. And it was like such a night and day difference just having that time off and enjoying and, you know, doing all that. So totally. yeah, it's, it's really important. So with your clients, do you find like stress makes their symptoms worse or, you know, prolongs the healing process? Like what has shown up with some of your clients? Stress is intricate. Um, and oftentimes they are running on like just overdrive up to here. Totally. So in all of my healing protocols, stress is addressed um, to the best of their ability. That It's something I mention and something we talk about because if you're stressed and your body is preparing to flee, because that's really what happens in a state of stress, your body's not focused on digestion by any means. Right. So stress is a, is a big part. It can hinder progress for sure. And if you are all uptight, um, it will affect cleansing and it will affect kind of every aspect of healing. So right. it is something to consider for everyone who's dealing with anything. And I know a lot of doctors are like, it's stress, it's anxiety. But then there's also the chicken and the egg because parasites right. cause a lot of that too. So right. what comes first? Because parasites are very destructive for depression and anxiety and do a are at the root of a lot of that too. So it, it becomes tough, but stress, yes, you are right. Stress is very much a, a big factor in healing. And we do cover that with every protocol for every client. A or multiple stress management techniques are incorporated. Yeah, for sure. I bet they need to be <laughs> with like every human yeah. being on the planet. Um, yeah. So you mentioned hormones and obviously gut health is going to impact hormones. Can we mm -hmm. dive a little bit more into that and maybe even just sharing like what you see with a lot of your clients and gut health and what's showing up with them hormonally? So I see a lot of constipation and with constipation, you're not actually fully able to metabolize estrogen. Right. And when it's recycled in the body, instead of being eliminated in your stool, you're going to see estrogen dominance and you're going to see heavier periods and weight gain and everything, you know, there's so much that goes along with the estrogen dominance picture. Right. Um, 
And I have a lot of clients. So like I told you, pre-parasite cleanse, I do a lot of liver support, colon support. And I actually get a lot of clients who are like, A, I've lost weight, but B, my periods were really light. I didn't have any breast tenderness. I didn't have any pre-cycle headaches. I like, it was a breeze. So in terms of making sure those pathways are supported, but you're going to the bathroom and you can actually eliminate and instead of constantly recycle estrogen, um, yeah, the, that that's a big part of estrogen dominance. And there's a lot of it out there. Like that's probably the most common thing that we see in constipation being a, a big, big piece of that puzzle. Um, and also within the gut, there's bacteria that they play a critical role for metabolizing estrogen. If that's out of balance, we're going to see the same effect. It's not going to be metabolized. It's going to be reabsorbed in the body. Um, leaky gut, systemic inflammation, going to affect your hormones, um, all of them. Yep. So another reason why when we get after the gut, oftentimes everything falls into place. For sure. And sometimes, I'm, I'm not going to say all times, but I feel like sometimes if we just go after the hormones and we don't dig any deeper, that could be a very temporary fix too. Right. Yeah, absolutely. That's just my opinion, but I, yeah. um, I think it's definitely, definitely a thing. <laughs> yeah, no, I definitely agree. This is why like we have so many women who come through our program and, and they're just so hyper-focused on this, like my low progesterone or my high estrogen yeah. or my cortisol. And it's like, yes, we'll address that. But you have to understand like all the other factors that go along with that, right? So it's not it's just- It's funny you say thing. that because I had a, I actually had a, a call with a woman yesterday and she, her thing was the first thing she said to me, I have low progesterone and high estrogen and I'm gaining weight and I'm irritable. And then she goes, but I went to this bioresonance specialist and she said something about parasites. And I was like, ah. well, there you go. <laughs> Welcome. You're in the right place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're most definitely in the right place. And and she had said, like, she goes to the bathroom once a day, but it's like not necessarily the most fulfilling. So here's another thing. You could technically be going to the bathroom once a day. You could also still be constipated. Yes. That was actually the next question I was going to ask you. I was going to say, you know, a, there's a lot of people, and I'm sure you've dealt with so many clients who like their regular is going to the bathroom every two or three days. Or yeah. I mean, I've had, I've known people who've been going like once a week, if that, and it's, and they, they're like, yeah, that's just, just, that's my norm. Right. So let's dive into that a little bit deeper. Like what should we be looking for and what is really the, you know, quote unquote norm and the ideal? Ideal two to three times a day. You want to eat? People, you that's like jaw just dropped right now. Yeah, I know, I know. It, because it's so foreign to people. I've mm -hmm. heard people say their doctor said anywhere between once a day to three times a week, and I wanted to fall off my chair. Yeah, oh my exactly. What, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my reaction. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, "Are you kidding me? Absolutely not! Like that. It, you need to be going at least two to three times a day. I always, I'm, I find." My clients, we get to one to two times a day. For some of them who have, we're going like every two or three days. That's a big, right. big win. Um, and even just going to the bathroom, the decrease in bloating, you're getting rid of like candida, for example, all these bacteria and toxins can eliminate now. So you're reducing right. the toxic load on the body as well. 
But yeah, I would say two to three times a day is normal. If you're not going at least once a day, you and and a good solid bowel movement, not like rabbit pellets, but a good solid bowel movement. If you're not going at least, at least, I'm going to say at least twice a day, okay? At least twice a day. You need to look at that funnel because if you're blocked up at the base of that funnel, you're blocked up everywhere. Everywhere, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, what should our stools look like? You said not rabbit pellets. <laughs> they should be like kind of like a smooth, soft sausage. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Not the funnest thing to talk about. Not the sexiest thing to talk about, but it's so important. Yeah. So, like smooth, a smooth, soft sausage. Um, it should not have cracks in it. It should not be fluffy. That's pretty indicative of inflammation. Um, if it's hard rabbit pellets, that's actually constipation. So yeah, you could be going every day, but if you're having rabbit pellets as a bowel movement, you're constipated. So we want, yeah, like a nice long, you want to be like, wow, that felt good. Yeah. Like you feel like you emptied out your bowels, right? Yeah, totally. Like I, I know that feeling and I know when I don't have that feeling, you're like, yeah, it's it's not a great feeling. I I totally I totally get it. So and you don't want it to be loose either, right? So right. you like you want this nice formed stool. You also want to be mindful of food in your stool. Um, if you notice that, then you definitely need support digestion wise. Your stool tells a lot. Totally, yeah, it does. It really, really does. This is why it's so important to always look. I always look. Yes, you should always look. I mean, when you think about it, like how many times I know dog owners can relate to this. Like I always look at my dog's stool. Yep. Always. Right when I go to pick it up, I'm just like, okay, like that's how I can tell if something's up with her, right? So, um, and sure enough, recently she had blood in her stool and, you know, that was a red flag, had to go bring her to the vet. And sure enough, she has a parasite. And oh. she like ate this, uh, apparently, I they can get this particular parasite from eating snakes or frogs or snails. And we actually had like this snail infestation by this pond um, in the summer. And I'm pretty sure that's where she got it. She probably yeah. like, ate one really quickly and I didn't see it or licked it or something. So anyways, the dog has parasites. We you should do a probably- cleanse. Yeah, for sure. For sure. You I, know, I thought and this that. might scare people too. Um, but you do pass them back and forth between forth, pets, yeah. between humans. If you have a parasite and you have a partner you're sharing a bed with, you're intimate with, you're passing it back and forth. Totally. Um, so oftentimes I do a cleanse with a client and I'm like, please send me your partner. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> because, totally. Yeah. You're putting in all this work to only then pass it back and forth again. Totally. Doesn't make sense. I know people who, when they get their puppies, they put they do a parasite cleanse with their puppy right away. And then the family should do one too. Yeah. And that like dogs should not be licking your face. I know it's tough. It's so tough for me. Like I know. actually our dog's not a licker. Oh. Yeah, she's not a licker. She's more of like taps her nose on you. Oh. That's how she kisses. Yeah, it's really cute. It's <laughs> really cute. I'm like, give me all the licks, please. I but know, right? Anymore. Now that I know enough, I'm like, Mm-mm, cheek is okay, maybe. <laughs> That's so cute. <laughs> Awesome. Well, thank you so much for today. That was really great and informative. Where can our audience find you and learn more about you and your offerings? I am on Instagram at Livia Wellness and then also my website at liviawellness.com. Awesome. And then I know you have 
like a gut program that you take your clients through. Tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, I have a 12-week gut rehab program and we do everything that you and I just talked about in terms of supporting the body pre-cleanse, if that's what we feel needs to happen, cleanse and then repair the gut or more importantly, just getting to the root of what's going on and repairing the gut from the inside out. That's awesome. I love it. Well, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you for having me. Honestly, I'm so honored. Yeah, my pleasure. I'm happy. I'm happy to be able to share you with the world and share your message because I know it's an important one. So thanks again. Thank you so much for tuning into our episode today. You can head on over to our website to grab the show notes, holisticwellness.ca forward slash episode 186. And follow Rachel over on Instagram at Livia Wellness. If you are looking for support around your digestive concerns and gut issues and parasites, she posts tons of great information around gut health and gives so much great value. She's got some really great upcoming webinars if you really want to dive in deeper. So definitely follow her again on Instagram at Olivia Wellness. Thanks so much for being with us today. Have an awesome day. Thank you so much for being with me today. If there's anybody that you know that can benefit from today's episode, please share it with them. And if you haven't yet left us a rating and a review, we would so appreciate it. Thank you so much for being here. I'll connect with you next week.